Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. Today, from our news team, Tencent is doing a little retail therapy, making some pandemic purchases. Steam announces a portable gaming machine to compete with Nintendo Switch, and more information is revealed about Netflix gaming. This is the Culture Jack News Desk. This is the Culture Jack News Desk, your source for stolen information, hot takes, and your weekly gaming news. I'm your host, Archimedes Abigail. Now, if this is your first time here at the News Desk, thank you so much for joining me. I'd like to welcome you to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on what's going on in the gaming world. Also, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. This is one of five regularly scheduled shows that we host every week. Starting your week off on the right foot, we have Monday Madness with Anthony. On Thursday, of course, we'll meet back here for the Culture Jack News Desk. On Friday, Dustin hosts the Friday show. Tune in Saturday for on today's episode and then round out your weekend with some movie news at the Weekend Wire on Sunday. But before we get into the the news, we do have some Culture Jacked business news. Uh, I just want to remind you that I have been exercised from all movie news. I have been exercised for having my own original show every week just like Dustin and Anthony do and I just I just want you guys to know that the working conditions here at the Culture Jack podcast are not what they seem to be not everything is so hunky dory not everything is sunshine and rainbows and they're treating your old pal Archimedes uh, with a little bit a um, little bit less respect than let's say uh, they should be with all that being said though let's take a peek at the news. Uh, in our first story, Tencent, like I said, they were doing some holiday shopping here over the course of the pandemic. Uh, they have been buying up a series of developers, and they most recently have acquired Sumo Group for $1.27 billion. Uh, so this is from uh, thegamer.com uh, from PC Magazine. British video game holding company Sumo Group is the latest games company to be acquired by Tencent. As confirmed by both parties on Monday, the acquisition has been valued at a modest £919 million or $1.27 billion. With an 8.75% stake in Sumo Group, Tencent is currently the second biggest stakeholder in the company whose principal subsidiary, Sumo Digital, has developed such games as Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Hitman 2, and Hood, Outlaws and Legends. The board of Sumo firmly believes the business will benefit from Tencent's broad video gaming ecosystem, proven industry expertise, and its strategic resources said Sumo's non-executive chairman, Ian Livingstone. And what a broad video gaming ecosystem it is. Um, so th this goes on to talk more about the purchase here, but it also talks about uh, 10 cents purchasing history as of late. And they have acquired more than 31 game studios. Um, I think that was last year. Or maybe that, yeah, that was in, in 2020. Um, there's a lot, a lot of them are smaller, like Chinese developer studios. But some notable uh, purchases do include Platinum Games out of Japan. 
uh, Jaeger Studios out of Germany. Roblox is a U.S.-based studio, and Voodoo Studios out of France. Also, uh, Ten Chambers out of Sweden as well. So I don't know what Tencent is up to, but they are making some big purchasing moves similar to those acquisitions of Microsoft. Some gaming headlines for you here. Uh, X Defiant is revealed by Ubisoft. It includes characters from Splinter Cell, The Division, and more. So this game, uh, they released a trailer for it. Um, I don't know where the trailer was released. Uh, I know Ubisoft had their showcase already. Um, but we do have... Uh, we did have PAX this last weekend, and we also had GDC. I think GDC is actually going on right now, or it could be the last day of it, perhaps. Um, and and, and those, <laughs> those presentations, there's a lot of workshops, there's a lot of talk uh, from insiders and experts in the gaming industry. And so, though we're not doing complete coverage of those events, uh, we still may report on some news that comes out from them. Uh, so this X Defiant game, though, it looks like a a Valorant clone, kind of like a Overwatch clone, where you have different character classes that make up a a meta and an arena shooter. No doubt, this is a Ubisoft pitch into esports gaming of some kind, or an esports game. Now, the thing that really has some fans riled up is there are characters that are included that are from the Splinter Cell franchise, a franchise that has been dormant for over a decade. No, it's almost two decades now, probably. I don't, I don't recall. Uh, however, fans of, of Ubisoft Splinter Cell are like, just give us the other game because the Splinter Cell characters have appeared in many Ubisoft properties over the last few years with no, no sequel to the Splinter Cell game in sight. Another headline for you here, Dying Light Platinum Edition shambles on to Switch this October. So Techland has announced Dying Light Platinum Edition is going to be on the Nintendo Switch in October. Uh, spotted by both Nintendo Everything and PPE, the Ultimate Edition of the game will contain the main game and its four DLC expansions and 17 skin bundles for $49.99. EA teases Skate 4 with a new mocap trailer. So Skate 4 is a long-anticipated, long-awaited sequel, obviously, to Skate 3, and fans have been dying for it for a long time. I can't remember the exact quote, but they... They talked about, yes, we're working on it, and we don't want to show it to you yet. We don't want to release it yet. We, we want to release it when it's absolutely, absolutely right. Uh, here's an interesting headline. Peloton looking to join the video game industry. So uh, Peloton, that's like the, the stationary bikes. And during the pandemic, they had those live stream stationary bike classes. Uh, they have a, a new video game coming called Lane Break, which is supposed to break down the biking exercise into very simple movements for very simple, I guess, <laughs> assets on a on a game called Lane Break. Apex Legends latest character is Seer. Uh, there was a shoot. It was a a a trailer from into the outlands or what what is the trailer series that apex does it's something something stories from the outlands maybe 
But this this was a character introduction for this character, Seer, and it was created in collaboration with award-winning illustrator, animator, and director Robert Valley, who directed an episode from the most recent season of Love, Death, and Robots uh, called Ice. And if you remember that episode, that was where all of the all of the people, all of the boys in this town had powers, except for the one boy. And they went out to on these this huge ice field to watch these giant whale-like creatures breach, break the ice, and then they ran from it as kind of a, I guess, uh, adrenaline, uh, <laughs> pursuit of adrenaline. Uh, here's another story. A Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD comfortably debuts at number one in the box chart. Now, that is a, uh, a UK rating system over there. And this is, I, I believe, the third or fourth Legend of Zelda game that has has topped this this chart, um, and it was not Breath of the Wild, but some other ones as well. So it's funny to me that this game, which is I think a decade old, if not fifteen years old now, uh, has has reached this level of success. A sealed copy of Legend of Dragoon recently sold for $3,000. Now, if you remember last week, we talked about that sealed copy of Mario and sealed copy of uh, Zelda. That was Super Mario 64 going for $1.56 million. And that sealed copy of The Legend of Zelda uh, selling for, I believe it was over $800,000 afterwards. But those are not the only collectible games in the industry. Obviously, other games like Legend of Dragoon can sell for $3,000. Okay, now there's a, a few headlines that I have here about this next thing. Uh, it, it's a competitor to the Nintendo Switch that was announced by Steam. It's called a Steam Deck. And this headline says all models of the Steam Deck will include slots to upgrade the solid state drive. So as orders continue to pile in, and this is from thegamer.com, the expected order availability continued to get pushed back. Depending on which version of the Steam Deck you were after, the 64GB Steam Deck landed with an expected order availability of the first quarter of next year, the 256GB is second quarter of next year, and the 512GB uh, is quarter three of 2022. Uh, the story continues to say we were also able to get a quick look at some of the statistics for the Steam Deck pre-order number. Within two days, more than 110,000 had been placed for the more expensive versions of the Steam Deck between North America, the UK, and the EU. 71,600 of those reservations for pre-orders were for the 512 gigabyte version, and of those, 55,000 orders came just from North America. In a similar flavor, 33,000 of the reservations for pre-orders went to the 265 gigabyte model, and finally, 28,000 of those came from North America as well. Uh, and so just if you're looking for a price point on those for the 64, it's going to be $399, the 256 gigabyte, $529, and for the massive 512 gigabyte, $649. Now, I say massive, this is not massive for a game console. Of course, the Xbox and the PlayStation, they claim that they can have about a terabyte, but really after the operating system, it's about 800 gigabytes. 
But for a portable system like this, 512 gigabytes is nothing to sneeze at. I think the Nintendo Switch debuted at, I think, 16 gigabytes, or maybe it was 60 gigabytes. Regardless, a very, very small size. Insider claims that a Metroid Prime Trilogy remaster is already completed. So we know we're going to get uh, Metroid Dread coming later this year. I believe it's in October, actually. But this comes from VentureBeat's Jeff Grubb, who claims that a remaster of the original Metroid Prime Trilogy is done. And the publisher is just waiting for the perfect release window. Jeff Grubb has been right about many things in the gaming industry. We'll have to hold on tight to see if he's right about this as well. Steam Deck battery life is two to eight hours, depending on what you're doing. Now, if you stick to 30 FPS, you should be able to play for about six hours. So says this headline. Monster Hunter Stories 2 sells one million copies. So uh, that's, that's a lot for this offshoot of a game. And it's only been out for, I think, a little less than a month. Uh, here's another purchase made by Tencent. Uh, their spending spree continues. They purchased Battlerite developer Stunlock Studios as well. What are you building in there? What's that from? It's a movie. What are you building in there? Is that the Iron Giant? Maybe it was. Uh, Warframe live event reportedly causes server crash during Tenocon 2021. Now, we talked about this last week. There was a huge in-game event that players have been looking forward to for a long, long time. So, as reported by PC Gamer, the reason for this was the interactive preview event that Digital Extremes had planned. Players needed to head to the Tenocon relay, which showcased the new war but the sheer number of players made it extremely hard to travel to it. However, the game was playable if you could get in. Another major announcement made during Tenocon 2021 was that Warframe will finally be getting cross-play and cross-save across all platforms. This means you can log off your game and seamlessly pick back up where you left on any other device. Uh, let's see, Digital Extremes COO Sheldon Carter had this to say, Community is incredibly important to us, and opening up crossplay and cross-save is just one of the many more efforts we'll take on to bring more players together, including extending Warframe's fast, fluid, action-combat experience to other global gaming platforms. Nintendo is cutting its support for the 3DS and Wii U uh, here in January of 2022. Now... A lot of people are upset about this recent revelation because many of the games, many of the older games that you want to play are only available on the Wii U specifically. Um, I can't remember the number that they showcased, but they said something along the lines of 10 Mario games, uh, four Zelda games, and, and something else <laughs> uh, are not available on the Nintendo Switch yet. And so by removing credit card support for the Wii U, you are effectively cutting off your fan base from playing a lot of different games. Now, if the Nintendo Switch eShop was maybe a little more robust, maybe the backwards compatibility a little bit more uh, fully, fully realized, then perhaps this wouldn't be such an egregious, uh, blunt hit to Nintendo fans. However, that is simply not the case. Uh, okay, so 
Coalition Studio put out a tweet uh, that said that they were excited to be participating in this year's at official GDC with presentations focusing on visual effects and the Alpha Point Unreal 5 demo. Uh, it said, tune into GDC 21, July 19th to 23rd for the latest in modern game development from Microsoft. Now, at the time of recording, I have not seen this demo, though I have read a little bit about it. Uh, and wait, hold on, hold on. Do, 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 do. I did read a little bit about it and they kind of described what the demo was. Now, a lot of people thought Alpha Point is going to be a new IP for Coalition. Now, of course, Coalition is the Gears of War studio. Um, they did not say that this was going or, or they specifically said this wasn't going to be part of the Gears franchise. So it's either just a tech demo or it is a new intellectual property. Um, so Pinty said, uh, as they were talking about this, uh, one funny stat that I was thinking of with the eyelashes being 3,500 triangles. Now they're talking about, you know, how much graphical fidelity can fit into games with the Unreal Engine 5. He said, with the eyelashes being 3,500 triangles, that is kind of the budget for an entire Xbox 360 character now contained within the eyelashes of one of these characters. So this this rumor, the first rumor came from uh, Jeff Grubb as well, though we have since found out that this rumor was true with the tweet and with the subsequent showcase. Konami announces three new Yu-Gi-Oh! games coming to multiple platforms. So if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh! fan, get ready uh, to find the heart of the cards. F1 uh, 2021's latest patch disables ray tracing on PlayStation 5, but not on the Xbox Series X. Um, I guess there were some bugs that uh, had this ray tracing. There's no indication yet of when the ray tracing will be uh, reinstated on the PlayStation 5. However, if you are an Xbox Series X owner, uh, you still have those wonderful, wonderful light beams. Trainers caught 1.5 billion Pokemon during last weekend's Pokemon Go Fest. So apparently there was a big event with Pokemon Go. Apparently it's still a really big thing. Not nearly the kind of thing that it was, you know, five years ago back in 2016. Um, but there's still quite the fan base for Pokemon Go. Sony is reportedly uh, closely monitoring the Switch OLED and now that is in the article they talked about monitoring the market to, to see if this Switch OLED at its price point um, will be one that, that commands a, a generous consumer reception. However, this makes me think that Sony is soon to get back into the portable or handheld gaming market. The Switch, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, is on track to become the most sold or to become the best-selling video game console of all time. I think they're going to hit that mark in 2025 if, uh, if the sales stay on track for that in the meantime. And so obviously they're the leader in the game, but with this new Steam Deck coming out, they now have some competition. Is Sony planning on releasing their own hybrid um, 
Because that's what the Steam Deck is as well. The Steam Deck is a portable gaming machine, but it is also have it has a dock that can be um, that can be docked just like the Nintendo Switch. Netflix debuts trailer for Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild available on August 12th. Now, this looks amazing. I watched this trailer from start to finish. It was so good. The animation was awesome. The story looks absolutely amazing. I mean, if you can get down um, the protagonist and the protagonist's allies are a bunch of poachers, essentially. Um, But if the Monster Hunter movie the live action movie that came out last December left you wanting for more monster hunter goodness. Maybe this on Netflix uh, come August 12th will whet your appetite. Uh, This is an interesting headline. Valve is making sure scalpers don't get every steam deck. So as we have been witness, as we have been party to over the course of the last year, year and a half, some new consoles have come out. Some new graphics cards have come out. And all of them, not all of them, but a good deal of them have been scooped up by people whose sole intention is to resell them at a greater price to make themselves a profit. So what Valve is doing, and I I did not copy the article, so I'm uh, trying to remember here, is they're, uh, you know, making part of the the contract clause that you agree to, the, the terms and conditions Uh, They're making that say, hey, you can't resell the thing. Well, big deal. Who's that going to stop? They are limiting it to one per person. And uh, so those first two things, not really a good stopgap. But the third thing that they're doing that is going to be at least going to help limit to people that aren't just out to resale uh, is you have to have had a Steam account prior to June, the end of June of this year. And so you can't just, if you're a a reseller, if you're a scalper, you can't just go online, make yourself an account and then get one of these things because there is a prerequisite amount of time that you have had to have that steam account, uh, in order, in order to order (laughs) one of these new steam decks. So some more information on the handheld steam deck, uh, it's launching, uh, this year, in December, like I said, there are, it's really pushed back in terms of availability. So if you have not already pre-ordered one of these things, most likely you are not going to get one. Unless of course you do find, like we said, a scalped version, a resold uh, one on the, (laughs) on the black market or wherever you get resold video game consoles. Uh, Although you are most likely going to pay well and above the base $399 cost. Uh, From the little that Valve has said so far, the Steam Deck looks poised to push portable gaming further than where it is right now, predominantly with the Switch. According to the announcement, they have, quote, more than enough power to run the latest AAA games. Now, they do have a lot of good games on the Nintendo Switch. They even have a lot of really big-name titles on the Nintendo Switch to include The Witcher 3. However, if you had the option of playing The Witcher 3 on a Nintendo Switch or on a Xbox or PlayStation or a, a high-end PC, well, I mean, the choice is obvious right there. Um, yeah, so that's going to be interesting that there is kind of this 
secondary console war going on or, or about to kick off maybe even between the Steam Deck and the Switch. Though, like we said, the Switch is obviously the preferred console for many, many, many people. Um, they've got 156 million people that have the Switch right now. Or maybe that is the anticipated uh, 2025 anticipated Switch holders. I don't I don't know what the case is, uh, but it's nice to see that there is some competition in this particular market. Uh, QuakeCon 2021 will be all digital. Many events going all digital this year. Bethesda revealed that QuakeCon at home will continue this year from August 19th to August 21st. So keep your eyes out for that. Uh, oh, here's an interesting ha- headline. Over half of all U.S. households own at least one game console. Uh, that's that's pretty impressive. That And that, of course is well represented in my household as well. Uh, This is from GameFragger.com. Warframe is coming to mobile with cross-play and cross-save across all platforms. So we talked about that cross-play and cross-save already, but mobile is an interesting new addition to that. Uh, And that's where games are going to have to go. When you're on the subway, when when you're on the bus, when you're waiting for your ride when you're at lunch if you want to get in a little more of that grind to just to inch yourself up that battle pass of your favorite live service game you're going to need to do it on on mobile so there is in the future i think besides just warframe but other big titles are going to have to introduce and and really support a mobile version of the game that syncs up nicely with their preferred version of the game. So EA Play is coming out today. Unfortunately, I had to record this episode yesterday, so I did not get a chance to cover it. Uh, I'm, I, I shot off an email over to Dustin, um, though he does not like to uh, involve me in any of the decisions here at Culture Jacked. Uh, we, he's made that painfully clear. I did ask him if he would cover EA Play, so, so maybe you'll get that tomorrow. I'm not sure. Uh, who knows what's going on at this goddamn place anymore. But during EA Play, no new Star Wars games. Now, a lot of game developers and studios are doing this where as they they come to a convention, they are telling you what will not be at the convention as a way to kind of hold back expectations. Because when we're looking for Good and Evil 2, when we're looking for the next Star Wars game, when we're looking for the next Fallout game, uh, it's it's kind of nice to go in there with a lowered expectation set. Of course, you could just stay off the internet. You could just stop listening to podcasts like this. You could just stop reading all of those articles and not be disappointed in the first place. Netflix's games will be a mobile-focused and free for subscribers. So this is really interesting. We talked a little bit about it last week, but Netflix is gearing up to include in their streaming service gaming. And it is going to be mobile focused now. We know uh, it was in a letter that it released before its quarter two earnings report on Tuesday. Netflix explains that gaming will become a new content category for the service alongside its movies 
TV series, and reality programming. Netflix's games will focus on mobile devices initially and will be included in the subscription price, like all of the service's other content. Uh, this is from Polygon, and it will most likely be focused on existing Netflix IP. So that's interesting. Like, keep your keep your ear to the ground on that one. Like, what could be some existing Netflix IP? You got The Witcher. Are we going to see an, uh, a Witcher mobile game that you can play on Netflix? We've got Castlevania. We've got Utopia. No, no, Utopia is not part of that. What are some other Netflix titles? Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, we've got all the rest of Millar World, which could easily be translated into games. The games will also not have in-game ads or in-game purchases, according to Netflix COO Greg Peters. PUBG is getting an animated project from Adi Shankar. Uh, he's the same guy. He's the same guy who did Castlevania. No, he was the producer for Castlevania. Uh, and that was announced on Tuesday. So we'll have to see what a PUBG anime looks like. GDC will return to an in-person event in 2022. Right now, GDC, like I said, is going on. We just had PAX this last weekend. A lot of interesting stuff coming out of those, and we'll continue to bring you those stories as we see them. Um, but this is from TheVerge.com. Uh, it is going to return to that in-person event next year. The Nintendo Switch will become the best-selling console ever by 2025. Yep, we already talked about that one. Oh, yeah, this is what it is. It will have sold 155 million units by 2025. The previous, or I guess the current best-selling console ever, uh, that title goes to PlayStation 2. I don't know how they sold upward of, gosh, it had to have been 120 million, maybe. If you do own a Nintendo Switch, Among Us is free this week. Uh, we got a new teaser for The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf wonderful looking animation it looks to be again the same people behind castlevania and it's this animation style that we have described on the culture jack podcast before wherein some of the animation is really good when it's moving when it's action when it's fast paced the animation is there it's hot it's fire however when it slows down and conversations start to happen the animation quality drops substantially but we'll have to see. It looks like a good one to me. I will definitely be watching and uh, taking in this Witcher content. Apex Legends is getting colorblind options. Uh, Respawn Entertainment plans to add the option to change the reticle color on top of yesterday's colorblind support update. Uh, anything that in improves accessibility for games is a is a option, is a feature that we love to see. Uh, Epic Games acquires 3D content maker Sketchfab. So Epic Games, who is, they've got something to do with Tencent, and I'm not really sure how that relationship is, but they also have been making making some big pay payments. Uh, so Epic Games just bought, it's a 3D web-based modeling software. Uh, it's called Sketchfab for an undisclosed amount as of now. All right, and then our final uh, gaming story, gaming headline today, and this comes from Polygon.com. Uh, a digital video game museum gives everyone the freedom to clip through walls and explore. It says, see dozens of classic 3D environments from a new perspective. So basically, this website is called Noclip, 
and you go to the website, you load it up and you pick a level. And what the site creator did, Jasper, um, they, they allow you to move around and maybe not in a way that the, the original game levels were designed for you to move around to explore and deepen your appreciation for some of your favorite games. Uh, so what he did, he said, in order to put a game on the website, I first needed to take apart the game, extract the data, and then figure out how to put it back together. Um, it, it's it, the, the thing goes on to talk about different games like Pokemon Snap. You can uh, throw fruit to unlock new scenarios in the game. But at the end of the article, it says, as with all fan projects that use assets from big companies like Nintendo, this one also runs the risk of being taken down. Jasper, he says he's not concerned. He, uh, they don't see noclip.website as copying or, or uh, copying or competing with any Nintendo game. He said it's more of a museum, not a game. So I, I love his confidence. I love uh, that he thinks that Nintendo is just going to let, <laughs> let them use uh, their IPs, their assets, their characters without any kind of complaint or compensation. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But these these kinds of things historically have not gone well for the developers of these kinds of fan projects. Uh, if you recall, Pokemon has put out, I think it's a couple fan titles now that Nintendo was very, uh, very ardent in their dissatisfaction of those projects. Uh, and then finally, before I let you go here, uh, there's some upcoming game releases. We've got 10 new games coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass. I, I'm a Game Pass subscriber, so I felt like I should talk to you about these. Just some highlights here. We've got Battlefield 5, Crimson Skies, Blinks. That's like an old one, I think. It's from the 360 era. Uh, Chris Tales, Flight Simulator, uh, the Ascent is coming at the end of this month, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, Raji, uh, Wingman, and others. Then in upcoming game releases, uh, we have Orcs Must Die coming out July 23rd. Uh, and then a couple days ago, or today, we've got Last Stop coming out. Uh, it's an adventure game. Orcs Must Die 3 is a tower defense game. Um and then a couple days ago, The Witcher, Monster Slayer, and Pokemon Unite uh, came out on July 21st. Uh, carrying on then into the future, uh, Contra Returns coming out on iOS on July 26th. Alchemic Cutie, July 27th on Xbox and PC. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Now, this is the one from E3 that I was looking very much forward to. Uh, it's coming out on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator, also on July 27th. Uh, Neo, The World Ends With You on July 27th, coming out on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Samurai Warriors 5 on July 27th, coming out for, looks like, everything. Splitgate Arena Warfare on July 27th, coming out for Xbox and PlayStation consoles. Tribes of Midgard, which I first poo-pooed this game when I saw it. Didn't look like my type of game. But as I looked a little bit more at it, it looks very, very engaging. 
So I might even check this one out, but it's coming out on July 27th for PlayStation 4 and 5 and the PC. Wind Leaves, Wind and Leaves, it's coming out July 27th. It's a VR game. Then we got a slew of Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 2, and Fantasy 3 Pixel Remaster, all coming out on July 28th, and that is for PC and iOS. The Forgotten City coming out July 28th. We saw some trailers for that at the one of the many E3 showcases that we got uh, last month. Near Reincarnation, an iOS exclusive game uh, coming out on July 28th. Unbound Worlds Apart on the 28th as well for PC and Nintendo Switch. And then, like I said, that Xbox game, The Ascent. Oh, I've already got it downloaded uh, coming out on July 29th. A Xbox uh, Series X and Xbox One and PC game. But that is it for uh, the Culture Jack News Desk. Make sure you stay tuned for the Friday show on today's episode, The Weekend Wire and Monday Madness. Leave us a review or leave Dustin or Anthony a review. If you want to leave me out, just like those two bozos do all the time, you can do that. It would be greatly appreciated to increase the algorithm's recognition of this particular podcast in order to broadcast this podcast out to a greater number of people. You can also get in contact with us at uh, Facebook or Twitter at CultureJacked. If you'd like to send us an email, we're welcome to do that as well at uh, culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining us here at the Culture Jack News Desk. I'm Archimedes Abigail. That's the news, and we'll see you next week.